In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Well, welcome to Tan Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. So I'm assuming you are with us today because you've already seen one of the YouTube videos or maybe you've joined us for a podcast. But if this voice is new to you, I want you to go back and check out all my previous podcasts because we are on a journey going through my new book that's called Fasting for Miracles. It's a 21-day journey to help you understand both the miracles of the Bible and the fasting passages of the Bible. And can we really fast for a miracle? What does that mean? Is there power in fasting? And does God give us our miracle just because we fast? So I talk about that in my book and I walk you through these incredible biblical stories on what God wants to do in your life. He wants to do new things in your life. So again, whether you're with us on our YouTube channel or on our podcast, welcome. And today I've asked actually Pastor Erica, who is a lead pastor here with me at Influence Church. We're in Orange County, California. Anaheim to be specific. And she's amazing. She's one of our media directors and a pastor here at Influence Church. And we just want to dialogue. We want to have real honest conversation about the Word of God. And we want to pose questions to you and topics to you for you to think. See, because I think, Pastor Erica, the Word of God is, we know, living and active Mm -hmm. and sharper, as the Bible says, Mm -hmm. in any two-edged sword. But they're characters. They're they're people in the Bible just like you and I who have struggles and victories and defeats. And so these stories in the Bible are for us to learn from and to glean from to be challenged so today we're on actually day 20 of our fast we're almost done with our fast I'm really excited we just pressed (laughs) through our miracles which is exciting but I want to jump into this because we've moved into the New Testament and some stories in the New Testament so this is a story when the disciples now apostles Mm -hmm. had been given authority Jesus had given them authority to do miracles so Mm -hmm. I want to kind of go deep here I don't know if you've been watching the new TV series out called The Chosen, oh, okay. which I love it. I yeah. love it. I, You know, you guys watch it for yourself and see what you think. I'm on a season one. I love it. I, <laughs> I, I think it's so real because it makes the disciples just like real people like us, like they're kind of having, fighting amongst themselves and struggling with faith and yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and you just see this real progression and journey. But in our particular passage today, we're in Acts. And so Jesus has left. He, you know, obviously has gone now to heaven and he's given them all power and authority. Yeah. And, and Peter has given this power and authority to perform miracles. Right. So let's just start right there because I know, and I don't know where you theologically stand because this mm-hmm. is a new journey for me because I don't believe we possess the power of miracles, but I do believe he has prophets and he has leaders and he has people that, you know, just like with Peter. I mean, he allowed him to perform miracles, but it wasn't about Peter. It right. was about the power of God in Peter. Yes. Talk, talk to me what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, first off, does Peter even deserve that mm-hmm. after what he right? <laughs> would happen denying, with no? denying cutting off someone's ear, his attitude, but you know, but at the same time he did walk on water. Um, but yeah, it's just overall, um, I'm just, actually I'm confused of what the question was. Well, uh, I mean, we struggle today because there are people out there today that they're like, they're a miracle worker. Yeah. You know, they they have a uh, they have a special hanky. I go to these these miracle services. And yeah. I and I think my problem with the church honestly and I'm a pastor of a church is right. we think that some people possess 
the power to perform miracles. And it's not about anyone other than God who may manifest miracles through Through, you. Do you you understand what I'm saying? So what what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's what it talks about to where you want to be an open vessel. It's any time that the the mind or especially man itself thinking it's them that's doing it, that's when your spirit needs to be checked and say, just run away. Because it all, again, just goes to the glory of God and that we as, as, as believers, as Christians, that we are open vessels being used of God. And, you know, with Peter, and I bet it took time for him to realize that, and, and he had an encounter in the upper room mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit fell on him. And then even with that, we know with the power of the Holy Spirit that we should become witnesses. And with that, it's like, you know, Paul talks, talks about the spiritual giftings yeah. and all that. And and so to me, it's, it's always, of course, through God and through mm-hmm. himself. It's not a man thing. It's not to where, you know, you touch me, you're healed. But it's the I know with Peter when he was walking and kind of like the story you talk right. about in this, the, even with the, the shadow. shadow mm-hmm. Yeah. With the the girl um, with the, with the healing and it's just the the authority that he walked in. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter what it his heart was always like, this is God. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. It's, it's all God. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about this last time we were together, talked about humility in our fast and our attitudes and everything else. But we call this real and honest conversation. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to talk. I don't understand all the ways of God. I can't mm. wrap my head around the ways of God because it, it's the only time that I've ever read about that they that his shadow literally just they wanted to get under the shadow yeah. right of Peter and they were healed yeah. and that's the only time I ever read it in that one scripture and I don't know you know I don't see that today but yet I want to base biblical truths on the word of God I do believe in miracles right. and I do believe we've said many times if, if you're new to this series that there's dispensations in the Bible mm-hmm. so there's periods of time where we saw a manifestation of miracles we saw it in Moses and Joshua's life yes we saw it in Elijah and Elisha's life and then there's a, a kind of a dry period. And now here we are again with Jesus and the apostles. So I believe there's periods of a manifestation, right. pouring out of miracles, but they are also consistent through the word of God. Right. So there were always miracles happening and there's miracles today. I just think we have to always examine our heart mm-hmm. and not try to seek the miracle worker, right. but seek the God of miracles. Right. Yeah, I mean, God is the miracle worker, mm-hmm. and you're right, is to where, and, and even, the, even the, the word says, you have to test the man. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just automatically assume just because he might wear a shirt or a title that says, I'm the miracle worker. It says, you always want to test him, and, and it all comes, again, the source is from God. Yeah. Well, you know, part of the story, which I love the miracle story, is um, they hated the power of Peter and the apostles, so they put mm-hmm. them in, in prison. Yeah. Matter of fact, this passage was really interesting to me because it said that the onlookers looked at them with high regard and esteem, but they did not follow them. Right. And again, to your point, with some are apostles and some are prophets and some are teachers and with all these different gifts, it costs you something to follow Jesus. Yeah. And so many of them weren't willing to be imprisoned. Mm. They weren't, and I think we're seeing that in our woke society today. Yeah. So yeah. many churches aren't willing to take a stand They're against scared. either administration yeah. or governors yeah. or this or that. But what happened was, again, Peter and the disciples were taken captive. They were put into prison. Mm-hmm. They were imprisoned. They were singing praises in prison, right. Right? right? And this is part of the miracle, you guys. It was so cool. The Bible says an angel came and unlocked the prison doors mm-hmm. and released them to go mm-hmm. back out yeah. because they had a message. Yeah. And so I just want to talk a little bit about 
imprisoned. You know, these these apostles, they were the disciples, now they're apostles, because the word apostle means one sent with a message. Mm-hmm. So they are now sent with a message. They were content in prison and out of prison. Mm-hmm. How do you stay content when you have been captured and you're in a prison cell and you're like, God, didn't you want me to witness for you? Right. And now you've got me in prison. They had to wait until they were released. Mm. Now, how do you deal with those kind of questioning God? Wait, God, I thought I was supposed to be your witness. Now you've got me in prison. You know, and that's the thing. It's like when, especially when you have the Holy Spirit, you have peace. And you have it to where you know when you, no matter what, especially walking in the Lord's way, you're right. And it doesn't mean you need to like trumpet and be all, you know, when you're in prison and you're complaining about it. But they know like no matter what, this is God's plan. And no matter what, God's going to show up and show his glory. And at the same time, like we talked about in the previous days of how Jesus had to help the disciples' mind shift mm-hmm. to not limit God. Now that we see it fast forward, you know, Jesus now ascended to heaven. They're like, okay, well, we'll just see what God wants to do. Right. And you know what? They they knew exactly. Yep. They knew exactly. Yep. Well, and the longer we walk with God, mm-hmm. honestly, and I talk with maturity, not days. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, being old doesn't make you mature. Right. Right. Wisdom makes you mature. Right. And there's a sense of trust I have now. It mm-hmm. honestly, my age. I mean, it's what the the Bible talks about wisdom as we grow older, and I have much more faith and patience and trust than I did when I was 20, 30, 40, honestly, to your point. And I think that was what the disciples and the apostles, they came to a point where they had been tested and they had been tried, they had been proven, and now they were ready. And that's the progression God wants to take us all on, guys. I don't care what your age is right now, but what's your maturity. Have you proven through the test, through the imprisonment, through the jail cells, and I believe he wants to release you. Yeah. He wants to set you free to speak because they went right back out. Yeah. We know they were beaten again and imprisoned again. Right. But they understood their calling. They yeah. understood what God's assignment was for them, right? Yeah. You know, the fact that with prison, it doesn't have to be like just a real prison, but even in our minds yeah. that we could be stuck and feel like we're, we are in prison. Our thoughts can be there. And that's what the authority again comes in to where we have to put on the helmet of salvation. Yes. We have to know and identify like, look, I am saved by grace. I am saved by a savior that who is mightier than anything. His name is above all names. And it gives you that peace. It gives you that trust and that faith of like, okay, I'm still going to worship in this prison. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be praying in this prison because what's going to happen, there's going to be that breakthrough to that angel and that intercession mm-hmm. and just that faith is going to break the locks. Okay, you're on a roll now. There's somebody I want you to talk to because I just feel somebody's watching right now that is in a prison cell of their own making, mm-hmm. maybe of their own choices. And they say, that's cool for you, but I'm yeah. stuck behind prison walls. What would you say to them? I would say you have to cast down those lies. You have to cast down those imaginations. Again, put on that helmet of salvation and declare whatever you say out of your mouth, you are creating. So if you're saying, I am stuck, I can't do this, you're creating that. What you need to do now is say opposite. I am not stuck. God's going to help me through this. Amen. I'm going to see a breakthrough. You have to call on things of which are not but that they are. What comes out of your mouth, you are creating. You are speaking life. And that's what you have to continue to do. 
Well, that so beautifully sets up our segue here because our fasting focus for today on day 20 is fasting for freedom. Mm, yes. And that's exactly what you're talking about. He whom the son has set free is, is free indeed. Free indeed. So Let's the go. first thing is just say freedom. Yeah. Start speaking freedom over yourself. And I love this passage because this was, you know, Saul and or Paul and Barnabas and they're getting ready to send them out. And here's what, to your point, the church gathered, the Bible mm -hmm. said they laid hands on him, mm -hmm. they fasted for them, mm -hmm. they fasted and believed for protection and anointing and assignment and all the things they were getting ready to go to do. But then it says they praised and they worshiped. Yeah. And how powerful is praise and worship to bring about freedom in our life? Yeah. What would you say? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just worship is so important. And I actually heard a speaker that talked about when you worship, it releases chemicals in your brain mm -hmm. that will bring the endorphins, that will bring healing. Wow. And isn't that crazy to where if you just worship? And, and I know as a child and still today, when I'm scared or I know uh, if I don't know what to do, I, I sing praises. I sing worship songs that will help me bring into that spirit of freedom again. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is so much power. We know heaven, of course, is filled with worship, but worship is about honor unto our Lord. So I just, yeah. I'm going to put a shameless plug in here for those of you that may not know, we actually have a record label called Influence Music. Yeah. And you can find it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all of your. Um, Even for kids. Oh, Even, I kids, kid, yeah, yeah. E kids. Um, but I want to tell you right now, check it out because it's worship music. Yeah. Listen to music that edifies your spirit and your soul. The Word of God in our fasting focus today is on that. They were worshiping. They were praying. They were fasting. They were focused. God had something new and fresh for them. And I want to say to you today on day 20, if you're joining us on this fast, believe God for your miracle. Maybe it's not come yet. Mm. Maybe you're saying, you know, I joined you on this and we're on day 20. I've not seen any breakthrough. You just haven't seen breakthrough yet. Yeah. You have to believe it. You have to put it in front of you. As Pastor Erica said, you decree it, you declare it, yeah. you speak it, yeah. you say it, you see it. There's something I'm praying for. And there's times, Pastor Erica, I look and I go, I don't know, God, am, am I off here? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm just supposed to accept the way it is. Mm -hmm. And Holy Spirit says, is that what you want? Right. See, if you'll talk to God, he'll talk back. That's true. He'll that's talk true. back to you. He'll talk to you in your spirit. He will mm -hmm. have dialogue with you. And I'm like, God, no, that's not what I want. I'm praying this specific thing. And here's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And I lay it out. I literally see this little thing I'm praying for doing this and doing that and speaking this and speaking that. And I prophetically speaking it out, my miracle, right. the evidence of what I'm believing for. Why? For me, no, for the glory of God. Because when the miracle drops, mm -hmm. who gets the glory? him because yeah. who do you think i'm going to be testifying about <laughs> yes my faith yeah. in him not yeah. my faith in me it's true. and it's not even about the miracle it's about the god of miracles yeah. so that's the whole point of this fasting it's yeah. to bring about glory to the god of miracles yeah so i'm just so excited that you guys joined us again i want to say to you if you've not picked up this book you can go to amazon Fasting for Miracles. You can find it on my website, Tammy Hotzenpiller. You can find it at any bookstore. I'm yeah. so proud to have worked with Charisma House Publishers on this. But guys, literally believe God. We are living in a day that we have become very silent yeah. and very, um, I don't know what the word, I, I hate the word woke. That's a new word. But <laughs> it's just, everybody's just like, they're not strong. Mm. We need strong spines. We need to stand up in this day. And I believe the breakthrough might come through fasting for you, yeah. Pastor, through belief um, through you. Sorry, Pastor yeah, Tammy, say if this. I could say yes. one thing. You go. When you were talking about freedom, especially with Paul, 
And the thing that I don't know who who this is for, but you also with freedom with Paul when he was led down with the baskets, there was rope holders. And with these rope holders, they were encouraging him and they were also letting him go down and doing his purpose and plan for you. And the thing that I just want to just challenge and, and maybe if you really are feeling stuck, who has your rope? Who is believing in you and who is interceding with you? Who is a rope holder in your life that's believing in the same calling that God wants you to be in? If you have someone who is tugging you back and saying, don't go where you need to go, you got to let them let go of the rope. They are not a good rope holder. But if you have someone's like, hey, you can go start that business. You can, I can see that breakthrough in you. I know there's going to be a miracle waiting for you. That also helps with freedom to us. Like, yeah, it releases me. And it's also them carrying the rope, releasing you down the basket. So you could able to see that breakthrough and the manifestation come through. That's so good. That's that is for someone. You obviously had that drop in your spirit. Yeah. Because listen, one thing we say around here, smart people put smarter people people around around them, right? So if you don't have wisdom around you, if you don't have people that believe in you, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're not a very smart person. Yeah. (laughs) I really mean that. I mean, I'm always putting wisdom around me, people that challenge me and tell me I can do it, encourage me to do it. So I think that was actually dropped in your spirit for somebody that's listening or watching right now. And believe God, Mm. you didn't stumble upon this broadcast because... You stumbled upon this broadcast. God directed you here to hear a message about breakthrough and power, about the discipline of prayer and fasting, that God wants to do something in your life because he loves you and he created you in his image. So thank you so much for being here. It's so much fun just to dialogue. And check us out again, the TAM Talks, whether it be on our YouTube channel or on my podcast. I'm so grateful you're here and please share these. We would love for you to share this message with someone that needs a message of hope today. So love you guys, have a great day. Till next time, God bless. Thanks for joining us today on TAM Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.